Tuesday night, I'm Justin Labar, Raj Geary, Matt Morgan. It's time for some SmackDown review. SmackDown on August 27th coming to you from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Fellas, did you have a better time tonight than you did last night on Raw? Did you? I did. Yeah, I thought it was better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least the Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. I thought outside of Roman Reigns, it was kind of a missable show, although there was some good wrestling. Um, I thought that Lacey Evans... You like the who done it? <laughs> I like that they're trying, but uh, this is not the who who who's the third man in the NWO. <laughs> 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 um, uh, who's gonna be who's gonna be the third red beard? Right. <laughs> I want to know. Sorry, Zach, the poor guy. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I don't, we'll, we'll get to that, as that obviously is what's anchoring the show as we kick SmackDown off, <laughs> and uh, uh, crack journalist Kayla Braxton finding Roman Reigns backstage, and Roman, it's been a week since you've seen this red-bearded man, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> give, us the, give us the scoop, and he will, he will, he's going to say sorry, well, maybe, he might say sorry, but we have to wait, it needs to be done in the ring, uh, as all confessions should be, so uh, that's that's the hook for the night, Um uh, that's what they're anchoring for. And again, I, off the bat, I'm fine with that because that is the, that is the story. They put a lot of time into this. It's it's slow burning, but you know we'll get to it. But didn't uh, uh, the the guy? I I know it's jumping ahead a little bit, but the guy that ended up being the guy they showed t- tipping over the boxes. He, I mean, he looked just as much as the guy last week as he did Rowan. You don't know, get ahead, don't, on... don't get ahead. <laughs> don't get ahead of us, Raj. I'll <laughs> get ahead. We're gonna. You're gonna, you're gonna. I, I know, I know. That video footage supports both theories. So the red beard, <laughs> the red bearded guy, uh, with the scaffolding in the study. It's a, it's a classic clue mystery. We will, we will, we will break it down. Uh, we get into the arena. Time to kick things off. WWE champion Kofi Kingston hitting the ring by himself. Um, you know, uh, cuts cuts the promo talking about you know the, the back and forth between he and Randy Orton. Uh, talking about Orton making it personal. Personal. Uh, we end up seeing Randy Orton backstage. You know, he gets the attention, yelling "stupid, stupid, stupid," which has been a big thing on all this. Uh, and basically, Orton reads a piece of fan mail, piece of snail mail, as we would say these days, that was written by uh, a Kofi Kingston fan, who he reveals to be Kofi Kingston's son, Kai. Uh, and in the note, it says that Kofi Kingston cries at night because of Randy Orton. Uh, making it personal, and then Kofi leaves the ring, heads right back to the gorilla, and then a, a fight ensues here. Uh, the snail mail thing, that's kind of threw me off the first place. Matt, what would you think? Why, why did that throw you off? Why can't it be a tweet? Why does he have to read snail mail? Why couldn't he be reading a tweet or a, an Instagram DM? Yeah, well, it, was, it, it was weird. What kids yeah. write letters nowadays? Yeah, <laughs> Very dated. And again, it shows you that they're being told to read word for word what is written for them. How in the hell did no one interject and say, what snail mail like i just did do you know what i mean right scary um yeah i'm getting over this uh angle i I was hoping it'd be done by now the stupid stuff seems like it's getting forced now um and then the the letter i mean they just did this last year with aj styles and samojo remember with Mm -hmm. uh, samojo's wife wendy writing the letter um it just feels it just felt rehashed kind of lazy i don't know yeah, I, it's it's weird. I like when they bring personal issues into it and, and things like yeah, that. But this it has a shelf life too, right? Yeah, and when they just did this pretty recently, it just it just it didn't connect. 
the fact that they did it recently is bothersome to me. The fact that it's Randy Orton, it's somewhat appropriate because that's kind of been one of those underlying themes in the heel Randy Orton's uh, career. He's made a habit of getting personal with families. So, like, I, I'm, I would be fine if they did this. But, yeah, the fact that, that we saw Joe and Styles do it and, you know, then we saw, um, you know, I think I think it was Joe going after Jeff Hardy with sobriety. Like, they, they, they've, they've truly tried to touch on the real issues a, a few too many times in, in a too hokey of a way. Yes. Um, that's what happens when you have overly scripted promos. You yeah. they take the realness, especially when even when it's a real storyline, like like in real life, that's really happening like this. By overly scripting it, it takes the heat and heart out of it. Yeah. The the other thing too, and this is just minor, maybe, but I, I you know like again, I mean we're all dads here. Like Orton reads this whole letter, reveals it's Kofi's son, and then he and then he goes on to has has another 20, 30 seconds to say that I'm going to go see him at the hotel. And then we cut to Kofi, and Kofi's like looking around, kind of like really disturbed. And then he decides to leave the ring. Like, no, as soon as you, even, I mean, like, there's that, that should have happened thirty seconds earlier. Kofi Kingston should have been out of there, ready to to go find Randy Orton, protect his family. I felt like it was a little bit too much. Like, all right, guys, should I go save my son, or what do you think? Um, maybe he had a promo. He was supposed to go out there and talk about. Maybe he was supposed to go out there and talk about something completely different. And then it was interrupted by that. And then. You know what? I'm supposed to cut a promo about something completely different, but you know what? F that. You talk about my family. Okay, I'm going after him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really stretching here. I like. Yeah. I like. I mean, I like the emergency fight that happens in the in the gorilla position. There, we don't often see that anymore. Uh, but I just felt like, yeah, yeah like Kofi, you need to get your ass going. What do you mean you're going to sit there and wait for the gorilla person? position? When did it get so hooked up? It never looked like that when I was there. It was black curtains. That was it. Yeah, because no, it's, like been, a, it's been that way. It's, it's been that way for about a decade now. They have this. It's like a. It's almost like a. Uh, Almost like a portable trailer that they set up, and it has like it's like fake fans, a picture of like fake fans. Yeah, it's 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 paneling walls. They have um, cool. uh, they have floor they have ceiling to floor mirrors, so the talent can you know get one final look at their appearance and get everything. I mean, it, it, it's it's like a portable trailer that they move around and they butt up to the entrance way, and that's like Justin Labar could not wait to inform me about that, folks. <laughs> you asked. Great takeaway. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. You know what they need to do one of these times with one of these cool. angles? They need, to, they need to go too far. They need to push the envelope. They need to like have... How? how do you go too far? Orton, Randy, you know, or RKO Kofi Kingston's kid. <laughs> 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 go, uh, go, go old school. That'll really, you know, make it seem different. <laughs> I mean, how long? It wasn't that long ago he had Stephanie McMahon handcuffed to the ring ropes and gave her a big kiss, you know, in front of Triple H. So it's not that much. That's a far far cry from making an eight year old bump. That's sexual assault versus child abuse. That's, you know, man. He punted her head as well, Stephanie McMahon. He didn't punt her. He was going to, right? I could have sworn he did. And made Triple H watch being handcuffed. I thought he just made her, him watch her, uh, him kiss her. Uh, he, I remember the punt and being like, oh, my God, there's no great way to take that. How did she take that? Still, no matter. It's different from an eight-year-old taking a face bump. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes but still, that's hilarious. <laughs> Kofi's kid's not Dominic Mysterio people, people, here. People won't forget that oh, angle, though. Real quick, I went back and watched the Dominic promo. I think it was terrible, by the way, about his dad not retiring. I think it was horrible. It, it just seemed like they gave him a lot to say in that short period of time, but I thought, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. It was um, better. I, it, it was better. That Ray it was back- had shoot tears in his eyes. That was cool. It was better that it was backstage and not in front of the live crowd because the live oh. crowd, if the live crowd would have started right. a what chance or something, that kid would have been thrown off. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, um, 
All right, yeah, so we get the brawl in the back, pull apart. Uh, so, I mean, I like that part of it. Um, and, and, yeah. I like, and I like, I mean, overall, I mean, I'm nitpicking here on the on yeah. timing and stuff like that. But overall, I do like this. This is probably one of the most enjoyable stories um, between Orton but and Kingston. doesn't he need to beat Orton decisively and then move on to somebody bigger? Like, do you know what I mean? He's yeah. the champ. Yeah. Well, I mean, this, this will, again, we keep talking about the move to Fox and what is Fox going to want. I mean, this will be the last pay-per-view for Kofi Kingston as a champion before they go to Fox, right, Raj? Yeah. So, you guys, you guys think they take the belt off him before then? Uh, if I think if not the first show, very shortly after it goes to like a Brock Lesnar, I really do. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think they need to not rebrand, but really get get you know get some new blood and some some new angles on top going, and uh. You know, we've been talking about Big E, you know, like how Big E turn out do something like that. He's so set for a minute. He's just so set for a, a freaking singles push. It's not even funny. But yeah. don't you think it's going to be an older star, though, Raj, once they go to Fox? Yeah. They're oh, going to yeah. panic and yeah. bring Cena back or something crazy like that? I mean, it'll probably be Brock. I mean, he's under contract through WrestleMania again. so He ends up on SmackDown? I could see that, yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a, not a bad move, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Big E, uh, so we see Big E, and I, I love this. It's so short and sweet. We, they show Big E coming out of the trainer's room, obviously having just uh, visited Kofi Kingston. Uh, he gets interviewed real quick, and Big E just short and sweet says, you know, I know Kofi's going to be ready to go in time for Clash of Champions. I can't say the same for Randy Orton, and just walks off, obviously leading into the match for later. I, I love this. I love that we saw a different gear out of Big E tonight that wasn't just smiling and pancakes. So this was, uh, I thought, a nice little teaser to the, to the match coming later, which we'll get to. Oh, he looked like going to the ring, that angry, you know, mm-hmm. pissed off Big E. Yep. I mean, it yep. looks, I mean, it was, it felt fresh. It felt different. And he looked like, you know, a real badass that could do some damage. So, because he could, he's a strong man. Yeah. He, he yeah. is bad. So yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be good to see kind of them switch it up a little. So I'm getting a lot of, <laughs> a lot of shock. Uh, hate messages about the Kofi Kingston. The RKO doesn't <laughs> hurt, guys. It could be you fine. You wimps. He's joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people RKO each other into the pools all the time. That's fine. Yeah, I'm Randy Orton RKO'd his son into the pool. I'm power bomb- his- sitting on powerbombing my five year old Jackson all the time in my yeah. pool. And Randy Orton's wife RKO'd him on their vacation a few weeks ago. That's awesome, for the record. That's and and awesome. it looked it looked good too. It's on their Instagram, so you should check it out if you <laughs> Wrestling Inc. the chat room getting soft tonight. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, King of the Ring first round match. We get Ali versus Buddy Murphy. What a match this was! These two oh up and comers. Um, Ali gets the win, but uh, let's let's talk about this match real quick and just both of the. I mean, somebody had to lose here. So three for three, Buddy Murphy main event caliber matches now. Yeah, and there was a Buddy chant during the match. Ali looked awesome. I mean, Ali looked great. I, I always hate, hate what what how they you know he'll get a win and then it's like back to like you know yeah. a month he's off TV again. So he, he, they never capitalize on that. They don't momentum. know what to do with him. They yeah. know he's over. They know he's good, but he doesn't pass Vince's tests. That's what it comes down to. Vince has just got to step the hell away from the product. I, every, Great, good job, Matt. You're like the fifty third thousand person to say that, <laughs> but it's the truth. That's what holds guys like him back. It, it just, it just is. There's no other answer. He's over. Um, Buddy Murphy, I will argue, will get a push faster than he will. I, I, in my opinion, because of his luck versus, you know, 
in Vince's opinion. Yeah. Even though he lost tonight, I think ultimately in the big picture, he will. He shouldn't. They both should. Yeah, and I, I think the only thing that really, I think really all that determined that Ali won is just looking at the brackets and they like to keep things balanced, heels and faces. And, yeah. and, and Ali is just more of a baby face. So they, 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 you know, rarely do they have a heel versus heel or a face versus face. I mean, that's in, a nice. If I advertised this match a week ago, how excited would you be to watch this? I would be like, holy hell yeah, I'm all in. I'd pay to see it. Yeah. yeah. These two go. Ooh, Matt's all in. He's getting paid by AEW. <laughs> so, speaking speaking of AEW, this we got uh, this Saturday night. Matt Morgan and I will be back for the All Out podcast. But uh, for those of you that didn't get your tickets to All Out, uh, and AEW has announced a bunch of TV dates, NXT now at full sale every week starting in in, uh, in September. If you ever feel like ticketing websites make getting to the event difficult on purpose, you got to check out SeatGeek. We've been talking about SeatGeek for months here on the podcast. I've had the app. I just saw Dave Chappelle and John Stewart a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm going to a Broncos game September 15th. Uh, it, it just makes it so easy. Uh, it's like as if current ticket sites are so big that they feel like they can get away with not caring about the customer experience. Uh, but SeatGeek, they have millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee. And it proves that there's a better way, whether it's sports, live music, comedy, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place. You know, I mentioned Dave Chappelle. Also, uh, we saw uh, Hugh Jackman before that in concert uh, with my wife. That was, was her choice. But um, <laughs> we have used SeatGeek for just, I mean, we've run the gamut with all the different kinds of uh, tickets that we've been getting. In an industry that tends to stagnate, Seagreek decided to stand out from the crowd. They built the fastest way to find tickets so you can stop searching for the perfect seat and start enjoying it. Uh, it, it if you look at the App Store, you see over 50,000 five-star reviews. So, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, how is that for customer satisfaction? It pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web and then ranks it each deal on a scale from 1 to 10. And it displays them on an interactive seat map. So it breaks down the details. Green dots mean good deals. Red dots are overpriced. Uh, we've been talking about it forever. If you haven't tried it, now is the time. SeatGeek will give you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code INC. So download the SeatGeek app today and use promo code INC for $10 off your first purchase. You got nothing to lose. And if, if you're like me, you'll, you'll be hooked and keep using it uh, over and over. And it just makes your life much easier if you like going out a lot. So SeatGeek. Big thanks for them uh, sponsoring the podcast. Uh, and again, as, as Roger said, Saturday night, get your uh, AEW talk on. Roger, Matt Morgan, uh, he'll be live here on YouTube, correct? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, continuing live here, SmackDown review. Uh, we get a backstage with Bailey uh, and Ember Moon, uh, and then all of a sudden um, we get Lacey Evans making an appearance. Lacey Evans, who has been off of TV quite a bit for a while after having a pretty thorough and aggressive push. Uh, we have Evans versus Bailey coming up later on, uh, so we'll get back to that here in a second. Uh, but first, we get the Miz versus Sami Zayn. Um, you know, Miz, of course, rehashing what we saw the week before, uh, where Sami Zayn is now the interpreter, spokesperson, what have you, for Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, this ultimately turns out into uh, you know Sami kind of goading Miz in and uh, and Shinsuke attacking Miz, and just a just a good beatdown uh, here, you know, and, and furthering the, the Sami. Nakamura uh, alliance and, and and Miz of course does challenge Nakamura for the IC title at Clash of Champions. Uh, Matt, how are you feeling about Sami Zayn another week in here with uh, with as the spokesperson for Shinsuke? I still think he should be in the ring wrestling. I want to see him get a push as a wrestler. You know, Sami. Right? 
Sammy, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. Um, but it is, he does a good job. I can't say he doesn't. He does a good job as his mouthpiece. He does. Yeah, I thought I thought Sammy was great here. I mean, you know, it's it's. I agree with you, Matt. I'd like to see him um, in the ring more, but uh, this is the most entertaining uh, segment that Nakamura has been on. That's a non wrestling segment in yeah. a long time. So uh, it gets gets Nakamura some steam. Hopefully, they don't just drop it like they did with Paige and you know the Kabuki Warriors and you know. Really, really quick though, what 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 do you think makes them make this decision? Because they have. <clears throat> Excuse me. Countless other guys that aren't very impressive looking physically, stature wise, are not jacked, or not six foot four, but they're Sammy size, and they keep getting the green light to appear on TV and wrestle, and and I don't get what, what's their beef with him, because and he's a good promo on top of it, to not give him that, you know, the, the little bit of daylight there and give him an opportunity wrestling. He smashed everything they give him. I mean, he's Sammy. I haven't heard anything. I think it's just you see those cases where Vince just does not see guys as stars and, you know, just does not see the upward mobility. I don't know if that's definitely the case, but we've seen that a lot where Vince just gives up on someone no matter how talented they are. And, you know, I mean, we've seen it all with Ali like four times this year where he all of a sudden disappears. Bobby Roode, I mean, countless guys, sure. other guys. So, yeah. um, I, I also wonder, this is just speculation, but I also wonder, we, we do know for a fact that Sammy has um, – uh, because of his religious and his just his beliefs, he has refused to do the Saudi Arabia shows. And let's just be honest: out of the people, out of the people who have said no to do the Saudi Arabia shows, he is the lowest on the totem pole. So I, I mean, you know, he you know, Matt, we talked about last night not going to <clears throat> troop right. tours and whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, I just he didn't refuse that. That was the WWE's request that he stay back because of his. Uh, I mean, he'd have a lawsuit. But, ha- but, ha- but hasn't he been outspoken about? Against the shows, any which way? No, he hasn't no? said anything. He okay. he did right. he did uh, send a tweet out for his uh, Sammy for Syria campaign while they were in Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia has have the big problems with the Syrians, which is why uh, yeah. they requested Sammy not go. And then Kevin Owens was the one that refused to go because Sammy was not allowed okay. to go. All right. Well, I, I stand corrected. Then I I was wondering though because I know that like you know I know. Yeah, I thought he did too. Yeah. No, it was him, uh, Daniel Bryan, and John Cena were the guys that that refused. Good on Cena. He would have gotten paid very handsomely. Good on Cena. Wow. Yeah. I think Cena knows his Hollywood career would have been would have been that would have that would have been prop in Hollywood if he would have gone there. He left this ran Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Well. So I mean, you know, overall, you know, I mean, look, Sammy's a talented guy. I mean, I I do find something. Prior I to this, used, Sammy, I find something generic about him. I mean, he was one yeah, held in driver, remember? I think the same thing. Yeah, he but though with his mouth, man, he's yeah, he's, a, he, he's got he's got a <laughs> he's got over top, over the top, sarcastic just guy. Yeah, I, awesome. I like this. I do like this. So you know, um, you know, there, whatever. You know, if, if, if he can get more screen time, being if, if they can make this work with him and Nakamura, I'm worth giving it a try. You know, I don't know. It, yeah, and Justin, to your point, I used to feel the same way, especially with Sammy as a babyface. I knew he could cut promos, but he just wasn't doing much for me. But as a heel, he gets incredible heat and everything. Yeah. I mean, he checks all the boxes outside for the I look that Vince likes. Um, and you, you think you like he is an impressive physical look? You're saying? Yeah, Sammy Zane. 
He doesn't have. A, a oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, I thought you said. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm saying he checks all the other boxes as far as being a great promo and being able to get a you know response from the crowd and and and, and he can yeah. go in the ring, but just it's yeah, just bro. the the presence. All right, we see Elias backstage in Shane McMahon's office. Kevin Owen comes in, interrupts him. A couple words here. This is just kind of foreshadowing what's going to happen later in the night. We get Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Of course, Bailey uh, had a victory over Nikki Cross last night on Raw. This against Lacey Evans, again, as I mentioned earlier, Lacey Evans, who uh, you know was very aggressively pushed months ago and then has been kind of absent from TV, uh, she resurfaces here. Uh, this match, I was back and forth on the pacing. It was a little, you know, but a little longer, I guess, for my taste, the way it went. But I got to say, Lacey Evans is just super athletic. Um, overall, yeah. I, 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 I was cool with this. They had Charlotte out there. Uh, who's who's going to take on Bailey, a Clash of Champions? So uh, I like the fact in the end, Bailey, Matt, she gets the win and she got it clean. They, you know they didn't have Charlotte interfere, so Bailey gets two clean victories in a row, which no, she needs not over her, over not no over Lacey. You don't want it? No, and I know she's a champion, so it should happen. I get the reason for that, but Lacey's no. been off TV for Lacey's been off TV for like two months at least. <laughs> it's like me. I remember once Jim Ross once told me this is that. Once you look a certain way, right, and the, the, they presented you on television, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. You can't put the toothpaste back in it in the squeeze bottle. Meaning, you look like a main event act. You have to now become a main event act. There's no such thing as middle card for you, Matt. There's no such thing as opening match for you, Matt. It doesn't work that way. No one will ever pay you to see you open up a show. You need to be a giant, and that's how you'll be booked. Um, Lacey is a star in every sense of the word, physically, just physically even speaking. And so when she comes out there, they cannot have her doing these jobs. I don't give a crap who's it to. Well, this is this is different than how we're portraying a seven-foot guy. She had the most competitive match of the night. She had the most competitive match of the night, and she lost to the champion. It's not like she lost in three minutes to... Like, to yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it was, it was the most competitive, competitive match of the night. I mean, yeah, I got over once wrestling like Kurt Angle bound for glory. He ended up beating but I got more over that night than I ever did in a win. So there is a way to get more over in a loss. There is. I agree with that. But I don't know. Lacey's still new. I just don't think she should be taking any L's if this was my company. And, I'd be and building the, her on the opposite of Flat of Charlotte. They'd be on two different completely shows, would not touch for at least a year. And and, and Matt, the problem with that too is when they do start losing, uh, they start having them lose all the time. They get used to beating you. Because it's no big deal, right? We right. beat a lot. We beat her again. No, and, and that and that and that can't happen here. But I, I agree with that. That should not happen. But here, most competitive match of the night, you lose to the champion. Mm-hmm. I, so, I, you know, I mean, you're about, yeah. I mean, I, I thought I thought Lacey. There were some you know miss spots here and there, but she's been on main event, and I think that's done her some good. I mean, I thought she looked really good here. They've been putting her on main event. She's been on main event. Like the oh last, my god, basically. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, since the uh, what was it pay per view before SummerSlam, whatever that was, was her and Baron Corbin against Seth Rollins and Becky with all the titles on the line. Yeah, um, was that extreme? She's was been that, off, extreme was that extreme rules? Yeah, that was extreme rules. So she's been off of uh, Raw and SmackDown since then. So. I know she's on vacation. I follow her on Instagram, so I see her like with her family vacationing and crap lately. So I didn't know she was even going to be back tonight. Yeah. But uh, but she, I thought she looked good, and I gotta I gotta admit, watching this match, she seemed more like a star than Bailey, you know. Duh. <laughs> but already, because usually, uh, you know, usually she's a little sloppy in the ring, so it, it you know, there was that missing. I didn't see that as much Her tonight. Gimmick, dude, which I killed. If you guys remember, I buried that gimmick before he even got a chance <laughs> to get on the road. Remember, I said there's no way this can get over. They're asking her to be a 1950s pinup 
woman who looked like she just came out of a time shelter underground for you know since the 1950s and here she is it won't work remember she's yeah. gotten it to work because remember i always tell you not just me other wrestlers have told you this too probably the most important thing about your character is not what you do it's the in-between the move crap with your personality in the ring that gets you over and makes people emotionally invest in your character her doing all her little wiping the brow the way she does taking her little thing out dry herself off everything she does in between her moves is just like super over with me yeah attention to detail amazing yeah but, and i i think so people in the too. chat i'm pointing out that yeah, she's not there yet, but she's getting there quick. I mean, she has drastically improved since you know her call up. Um, and-, and one of the things she does really well uh, is she does media really well and in, in her heel character. <laughs> I love that. I never yeah. comment on wrestler stuff very often, but hers, I was like, I love the yeah. fact she stays in gimmick. They, yeah, they, I'll, they, I'll watch those. I, I was, Instagram. Yeah, love they. She she does she she does like. I mean, they had her doing some of the. Um, some of the radio shows in Louisiana, because that's obviously where they're at this week. New yeah, Orleans, and Baton Rouge, and she, 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 and she stays in. I mean, she keeps in character pretty well. Which I, I think I said that last night about the Miz, how like how well the Miz does when he's a heel, and, and with media. Um, yeah, from you know, from my good, from yeah. my experience with me, yeah, I mean he, and, and so I mean that's a huge thing. You know, Matt's talking about what you do in between the moves. You know, but now in this day and age, how you can interact with the media and if you can still make them believe, and, and I, that's yeah. not many people well. do. Fans no. want to. All yeah. the comment section and things like, yeah, like you this the hell that's, with me. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. That's 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 been one ingredient in the successful recipe of what's worked for Becky Lynch. And yeah. this last year, since Becky's kind of turned on this man thing, when Becky goes to do media, she she keeps an edge to herself. She she she's not reading off the PR script. She is, you know. Yeah. So whereas Charlotte, she, she's the opposite in the media. Uh, even when she's the heel in the media, she just sounds like the nicest person in the world. <laughs> and she's yeah. talking about how, you know, heading into WrestleMania, she's talking about Becky being her, you know, best friend and how they hang out together. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, I don't, you know, Charlotte's, uh, yeah, she, you know, I don't know if Rick would do that. And I don't think he would ever do that with media interviews. But I don't know, maybe do, she just feels what, like she just what? can't stay in character outside of the ring. Like uh, leave, leave the character? Yeah, Rick yeah. never did. I don't because think Charlotte is a baby face in real life. That's the problem. She's a big baby face in real life. Yeah. She cries over everything. Because yeah. she's got a big heart. She's very sentimental. You know yeah. what I mean? All right. So they keep plugging uh, the still to come Roman Reigns. Um, you know, Dana Bryan and Eric Rowan demanding an apology from Roman Reigns. So will we get that? Brian and uh, Rowan saying they will they will not leave the arena until they get their apology. I hate the way Rowan spells his name. All right. Continue. <laughs> How he spells what? Eric? Yes. It annoys me on the, the E R I C K. Yeah, the K bothers you. Yes, continue. It's not worth talking about. <laughs> All right, he's um, right for our fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't expect that. All right, uh, moving on. Randy Orton versus Big E. Uh, Raj touched on earlier. I tweeted. I absolutely agree. I love the fact Big E comes out, no smiling, no dancing, gets that title off real quick. He's ready for business to avenge his friend. Uh, him and him and Orton have a. A good match here, a good hard-hitting match, as you expect these two guys to. Uh, ultimately, Randy Orton gets the win. This uh, coming by way of the Revival being out there. Uh, so this um, this team FTRKO, I guess is what it's become here. This I, I like this trio. I've said it over and over. It's, it's Ribera, Jackets, and Fanny Pack. It's old school here. Uh, Randy Orton gets the win. So right now that they are booking Orton and, and Orton and Kofi. They are just on this collision course right now to this, this, this matchup at Clash of Champions. Collision um, Collision course. <laughs> yeah, well, let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. 
Matt, did you think this was a main event singles push making match for Biggie? By the result of it, no. I mean, it was a no. very good belt about belt no, match. Won, okay, we'll take that out. Who won and lost? How about then, then answer that? What do you think? I thought Biggie hung. Like I thought, I thought, I thought the intensity. I thought that we saw a different gear in Biggie that yes. we don't normally see. Yes. So, so, so just just the layout of the match. Yeah, I thought Biggie held his own. I, I, you know, I, this to me looks like does, a. How know. does this company who we constantly criticize has no self control? They just don't. Right, when they see something that's kind of like kind of working, they freaking do it for like the next eighteen weeks in a row and overdo it to the point where we don't like it anymore. A la Kofi versus Randy Orton with their shoot storyline. All right, they're they're doing it too much and they're writing for it too much. But with Big E, how the hell are they self controlling themselves? Watching what we're watching and going, holy bleep, we have a main event stud here. Okay, you're done with them. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it's been five years, I feel, you know, that he's been in the New Day, I think. Uh, oh, my God, is it that long? Yeah. Um, wow. I, I mean, it's a long time when you got a guy who looks like him is, you nope. know, is nope. with the, his charisma and his, and you know, he's got everything, and he can talk. November, November of 2013, or October of 2013 is when I think they started the New Day. No way. Yes. <laughs> no way. Yes. What? Yes. Well, yeah, now mind you, mind you, yeah. Now mind you, the new day didn't really take off in the identity of of what they are in now for about another six months after that. But the vignettes and the pairing of these three guys together it started. Wow. was the fall of twenty thirteen. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm it was twenty fourteen. But regardless, it's I'm kind of annoyed. Like I'm annoyed with them. I don't like seeing them that much. I'll be honest. I just don't the three of them. Um, but wow, that long they've been going. I yeah. wonder why I don't. Um, I want to see them all break up. They're all very capable. And, 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 and I and today, still love them as a group. Back, you know, back in the day, but five years—it's a long and, time. And in today's programming of how much they have it per week, that's an eternity. Yeah. Five yes. five years today equals like ten years, and it's like I know. agree. I agree. And they've been baby faces most of that whole time. You know, outside huh. of the the very yeah. first when they first got over his heels and then they turned baby faces. I gotta give them their props. There's something to be said for that and make it last that long. Yeah, and they're still over. Yeah, I mean they're they, all the, the group themselves is already Hall of Fame group. The group oh, yeah. oh without a doubt. I can't believe we're saying that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I wow. Before they came together, I never thought I you know. Yeah. Them and the Usos to me are like the no brainers uh, as far as tag teams in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <clears throat> That's cool. I like that. All right, so Orton and uh, and the revival standing tall here. Um, yeah, I think we. Uh, I, I can't remember if we said it earlier, but in that backstage brawl with Kofi and Randy Orton, Orton hit Kofi with a draping DDT in the back, so Kofi was taken out. That's why Biggie was all mad. That's why Kofi couldn't help him here. And Xavier Woods was taken out last week. Is that what the story was? Mm-hmm. And so uh, with be with his leg injury, so uh, so Biggie was by himself at the end and. They beat him down again after Biggie did that splash to the apron that he missed. That looked that just looked like it hurt, like it was just brutal. Big Biggie again. He he moves incredible for this man of his size. Every time that he does that suicide dive Oof. through the middle ropes, I cringe because it looks like he's going to drop on his head. Half the time he does. I, I I I props to the guy for trying it, but Jesus, like he's a thick dude trying to fit through there. Yeah, yes. it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I wish you would just save it for pay per views because it just seems like you could be if you're just a little off with that with the guy his size. It's I mean, you're wrestling Randy Orton, you know you're a single star down low. 
Kofi Kingston's the world champion. I don't care what anybody says. I know he's in the back of his head. I don't care what he says in interviews. He's a legitimate former athlete, right? Mm-hmm. So in the back of his head, he has to be saying what I probably would be saying the same thing. Why not me? Why Kofi? Mm-hmm. All right, screw this. I'm going to send Orton tonight. I'm going to show them they picked the wrong one out of the group. Well, I mean, I mean, Biggie's been around for a minute. As we're talking about, he's 33, so he's in that prime age now where it's got to happen. Him in, they made him a heel, happen. a non-talking heel for the most part, a stoic monster, kind of like they did with me. Like every big guy has to be, you know, mean face and just sit there with the thumb up their butt looking tough and jacked, right? But he's shown plenty of range by now, right, Raj, to the point where it's time. You guys can really milk him and get yeah. a lot of return on your investment in him. He is ready. Absolutely. Uh, we see more Chad Gable back, uh, backstage, Chad Gable and Shelton, and then more jokes and uh, whatever. They're having a match here later. Uh, the, the height jokes about Gable. Um, we see the vignette again they played of uh, the whole 24-7 title musical chairs, the uh, Fox event that we talked about yesterday. Then we get Elias. He's uh, chilling on the um, chilling on the King of the Rings set, uh, and then he's uh, attacked by Kevin Owens, uh, uh, who was behind the throne, comes out. Uh, they end up fighting. Ultimately, Owens gives him a stunner here. So uh, Elias Owens. I mean, this is a really for, for Owens, who's been a focal point of, of of SmackDown quite a bit. This was a really secondary role for him tonight. Uh, and no Shane McMahon tonight either. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, f- I feel like they've cooled Kevin Owens off greatly in the last few weeks. Longer, they have hated this entire angle. Yeah, it's like they saw how over Owens was getting at SummerSlam, and like, oh, we got to fix that. He's he might be getting a little too big. We thought we <laughs> thought for sure his vignettes would bury him. Damn it! <laughs> uh, and so, like I said, Owens stuns uh, Elias, and then our, and then Drake Maverick comes out, ends up getting the twenty four seven title. So Drake Maverick now champion. Um, I like so Drake Maverick, but I'm done with this twenty four seven stuff. I'm a fan because I will have entertainment on my Instagram tomorrow morning. That <laughs> and I'm and I and I'm a fan because honestly, the, I'm a fan because Drake Maverick, I'm a, who I'm a huge fan of, thrives in this, and he probably wouldn't be used by them if they didn't have something gimmicky like this. No, because of his size. But, yeah. You know. All right, so we get the kick. We get the other uh, first round. I think it's the final first round King of the Ring match uh, between Benjamin and Gable here. Uh, nothing much. Uh, Gable ultimately getting the win. I hate Gable's haircut, by the way. Why is I'm annoyed that these two got slots? Quite frankly, <laughs> I'm annoyed these two got slots in the King of the Ring tournament. They don't deserve it. There's yeah, you definitely about- you definitely could have found two better people to have yes, right. I mean, am yeah. I crazy for thinking that? And they I mean, haven't explained. They need, haven't explained you, the you Benjamin. Need some people that can get beat. And so both of these guys could be beat, though, is what yeah. I'm saying. You know? Yeah, yeah. And they will be. <laughs> they've never explained the Shelton Benjamin backstage either, where he's they like, should have split him up so Drew McIntyre didn't have to take an L. By the way, in the first, I didn't like that either. Yeah, they could have Drew get a first round win, especially since so many people expected him to win. Keep yes. him in there longer, even though even if that isn't the plan, just to keep yeah. people guessing. Don't be having a job in the first damn round. Yeah, no one thinks Chad Gable's going to win this thing. No, I hate his haircut. Kid, right? I I hate Hate his haircut. haircut. I hate it too. He looks too normal. Yes, I know everybody. I'm bald. Oh, the barber's talking about some guy's hair. He has no hair. I effing hate his haircut. It doesn't mean you can't hate someone else's hair. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Gable. I I shave my beard. Does that mean I can't critique a dude with like a four foot beard and be like, dude, that looks (laughs) stupid? Shave it. No, of course I could. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of beards, Matt Morgan, if you grew your beard out. 
you might be you might be you a might suspect. be a suspect <laughs> it is just you are just big enough you are just a big sum of bitch and you got this this, this hair that's trying to grow off your face you might be a suspect yeah <laughs> you know we've heard about you might be a redneck you might be a suspect yeah. um so roman reigns <laughs> sorry rod i'm not that i'm not cutting you off on that one no 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 go ahead uh, all right, so we get to the main event spot here. Uh, Reigns comes out, and he says, you know, I would apologize, but, uh, you know, tell me if I should after you see this piece of video. They show the, sca- they show the scaffolding come down again, and now we see highlighted a person who looks like Eric Rowan in a hoodie. Um, but it taking- also looked like the guy last week. That's also it. looked like said <laughs> other red beard from last week. <laughs> Daniel Bryan flips out, starts pimp smacking Eric Rowan. He was hitting him hard. <laughs> that Eric Rowan has betrayed him, and that he hates liars. And then Bryan makes his way to the ring, has nothing to do with it as he claims, gets speared by Roman Reigns. See you next week, folks. What do you guys think? Is Dan Bryan's obviously lying, right? Yeah, it's it's him. Like I think the next reveal is going to be. Daniel Bryan was also in that video off to the side or something like that, you know. So who's the other red-bearded guy? That was just a patsy that Daniel Bryan was trying to shift the blame off to. And so he just paid him? Yeah. I need more. That doesn't make sense to me. I need more. He was just trying to take the heat off of Rowan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, they've not done a good enough job of getting – like even though Rowan's in the secondary role between him and Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan's there to help get him over. He's there to be his heater. They don't do a good job of making him Daniel Bryan's heater to the point where do we give a crap if it's Eric Rowan? I don't. Yeah. Roman Reigns will cut right through him. Like I'm not even sweating if it's Eric Rowan. Oh no, it's Eric Rowan. Then what? He's the and, next to do the job to to, to Reigns. Who cares? And, All if his, I- and if it's Daniel Bryan, why are why is he losing to Buddy Murphy last week? And and this is not a you know, dissing Buddy Murphy, but if he's no. being in a, this main event feud that has these you know months of build, he should not be losing at all. Yeah, I'll, is there I'll, any way he could still be Buddy Bryan? Uh, Buddy Ryan, Jesus, I'm old. <laughs> old Eagles coach, folks. Um, is there any way to be Buddy Murphy? Is there any way? I don't think so. No, because he's walking way oh. afterwards, way too close to the scene of the crime, right? All yeah. we all we know is that either Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan, or the bearded guy that looks like Eric Rowan tried to drop scaffolding and 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 T-bone Roman Reigns. They still didn't succeed. So no matter what, they're all terrible assassins. So Guys, at the end of the day, the payoff of this is going to be crap. The, the, do you know how ridiculous this sounds when we go back and we talk about it the way we do? That's why I can't stop laughing. I, go, I can't believe I watch this crap. Yeah. If somebody else was listening to this conversation right now, they'd be like, you watch this stuff? What the hell are you watching? That's so probably you watching wrestling. Well, that's why, that, you know, when we were, we were talking yesterday about the Fox Sports stuff, when they were on Fox Sports and doing the 24-7 title, I would just think if, if, I, if I was watching those segments with my friends and they, you okay. know, they saw they'd be like, this is what wrestling is now? This yeah. is... Uh, Here's my know. question. Watch a lot of Attitude Era again lately. When they were on Fox, right, with SmackDown back in the day, Weren't they doing way more over the top risky stuff? They were never on Fox. They were they were never on Fox. No, they were on my network TV and UPN. UPN, yeah, UPN, and CW, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, CW, never Fox and Sci-Fi, but never Fox. Never Fox, but they were on network TV with those three stations. I mean, those were all considered network at one point. Yeah, 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 they were doing crazy stuff. That was Attitude Era, so they were doing like you know. Cars blowing up and 
I'm watching the Helmsley McMahon Helmsley era just formed again. I'm watching it again since I was younger. That was yeah. so well. I can't talk. It, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I appreciate to an extent because everything is so rushed these days with so much programming. I, I appreciate the fact that this who done it is like really yeah, being right of the exit. I, you know, the, I, I like the fact that they're cliffhanging and, and, and making it last, but the problem, the risk is when you run it over this long of a time period, the payoff better be damn good, and I just worry. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we had a, a, a long storyline with good payoff? I don't. I'm just going to I don't have an answer. I don't know. Yeah. I do not know. I, I, I try to, like, defend it, this show by telling people, like, look, um, uh, what's it? Uh, Breaking Bad. Um, a lot of shows on A&E that are really hit shows, and a lot of shows on Netflix, right? Slow burns is the way a lot of the writing's been going. Mm-hmm. You got like, um, what's the zombie show? I can't. Uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead, super slow burn. It drove me nuts the first year, um, but eventually there's some sort of big payoffs along the way. You just got to stay included and keep watching. Wrestling, it, I don't think, is wired the same way. We need it, to see that return eventually. Yeah. That's it, it wasn't a who done it, but one of the best like story and like it's like you knew that it was coming. But one of the best like stories I can remember that was told over a long period of time, and then when the when the moment happened, it was so Hornswoggle. well executed. Hornswoggle being Vince is <laughs> no, because it should have no, because it should have been Ken Kennedy. It was supposed to be Ken Kennedy, uh, and, I'm, and I'm bitter about that. Um, no, one of the best in recent memory. Again, it wasn't a who done it, but you know the Jericho Owens friendship. And, yeah. we, and you knew eventually they were going to break, but the way that it was done in the execution, that was that might be in the recent memory one of the best, um, you know. And then and then they followed up with a WrestleMania match that apparently Vince was very unhappy about, according to Owens. Weird. It was a really good match too. They put him on in a horrible time slot. Then they go on second, which is like yeah, the terrible match. Yeah, you don't. So, nobody wants to be second. Yeah. No. Um, and it was after a, a really good Shane and AJ match, if I recall. Right. He did not get enough credit for how many people cared about that storyline. Yeah. That was like the main storyline on Raw, if you remember, mm-hmm. before they eventually broke up. It was weird because then once they broke up, they were going to fight each other. It kind of lost a lot of heat behind it, I thought. Versus yeah, yeah. other storylines that started pushing yeah. to the surface much yeah. faster. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm going back to WCW when I'm thinking of like really long-term story, like the Sting angle, how they, they spent over a year on that. And it was, you know, they had the big payoff. The pay-per-view match sucked and they kind of buried Sting. But, What's so yeah. horrible, you guys, as a fan? I don't remember it being, I, didn't, I, I wasn't a huge Sting fan. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really care. I love the NWO. So oh, like yeah. to me. But when he would come from the rafters, back then they weren't really doing that much and he would beat them all up with a bat and the crowd would just be going crazy. Everybody talks about it. Like it was a great self-control over that company taking their time with it. Remember when we thought Sting had joined the NWO and attacked Lex and turned out to be an imposter Sting as the fifth man? That was tremendous stuff. Yeah. Yeah, at the time it was. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. All right. So, um, so the, the whodunit continues, we think, uh, with uh, the Roman Reigns. Right, um, you still into it? I, I, I mean, it's like I said, I like that they're trying, but the execution, I think, has just been so campy. It's- so, folks at home, you see how hard it is? It's not so easy to grade this show and these, these storylines, because, like, right there, you just heard it from Raj. You want to give them credit for showing self-control and taking their time and giving and putting, you know, forth, God forbid, some energy and some long-term storyline build. And, you know what I mean? So you, we give them credit for that. Versus, are we really being entertained by this at this moment? It's tough. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So I pays the big bucks. You, you, you know, when people say like, uh, we just find the negative, I almost feel like I'm trying to find the positive. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously, no, no. I know these guys. I hate saying bad things. I right. can't stand it. I wish fans would make up their mind for a long time. I was a WWE kiss ass. Now apparently I'm an AEW kiss ass and I bury WWE on here. <laughs> make up your minds, people. What am I? Whose ass am I kissing? <laughs> nah, I ain't kissing nobody's ass. All right, so that was SmackDown. Did uh, we uh, say he had the spear on Daniel Bryan to finish the show? Yeah, I said Bryan comes out, he gets speared. Uh, we just enter. We 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 end with tune in next week. I mean, I you know. Yeah, Quite again, rough. it's just easily done. Rowan. He's like the crap out of Rowan. Oh my gosh! I, I was like, oh man, I, Rowan's gonna get pissed. He's, He's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a receipt coming for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with slaps too. I mean, I guess make them look good, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So that was SmackDown. Us. I mean, I mean, can you give it a letter grade? Is it where are we at? What did we give Raw last night? I don't know if we graded Raw. I, I think we have. Right. I think we avoided the report card. We were trying for to get Raw. to bed last yes. night. It was so we got so tired during that show. That's right. Right. Raj was talking out of one nasal. I was half awake. Matt, we're ready to go. I give him a C. Yeah. The matches were pretty good, but yeah, it was very forgetful. I, I I hated Lacey losing tonight. I, I didn't like her in this spot. I just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was very skippable. And a skippable show, that's average at best, right? Yeah. yeah. Seven out of ten. All right. Let's do a couple news stories here before we uh, call it a night. Uh, the first one relating to tonight's SmackDown. This is coming from uh, Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer. Um uh, it says Vince McMahon not at the arena for tonight's SmackDown in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Excuse me. <laughs> Vince was said to be using the phone, uh, uh, going over things via remote, and then updating that. Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, the Observer, uh, said that Vince was tearing up the plans for tonight's uh, show, and it was heavily rewritten. So take that for what you will on how the show came out tonight. So I feel like outside of last week, that's been the case almost every week for like the last two months. Um, yeah. is that this show is just completely re- rewritten the day of, which, you know, it's got to make it frustrating if you are a writer, because uh, you're in these late night meetings. Some of these meetings are going to like 3 a.m. on a Friday, get the show written, and it's just ripped up at the last minute. So. Well, and then if you are a person coming back into the corporate world, like Eric Bischoff, who SmackDown is supposed to be your brand entirely to focus on all aspects, not just creative, but marketing and, and merchandise and the script is constantly getting rewritten after what you've worked on for a whole week. Um, you know, I mean, what is that? You know, ma- imagine working on something, as you said, Rush, you know, late hours all through the week at that you're eat, you're eating and sleeping. You barely have a day off. Um, and then just to, for it to get as if, if Mel's correct here, torn up and just rewritten. <laughs> I mean, you never hear, you never hear, uh, executives talking about how Vince is easy to work for. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this story, probably the most interesting of the three, um, it is possible, Matt Morgan, that we could be seeing the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, challenge for the WWE Universal title at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that is in uh, October. The Golden One Center in Sacramento, California, the site of where Hell in a Cell's pay-per-view will be, tweeted today that the, and it said the Fiend is challenging... Um, either Bray Wyatt. Either I Bray... Mean, uh, uh, Seth. Yeah. Yeah, Seth or Braun. Or, yeah, sorry, right. either Braun or Seth. Uh, so, I mean, now these, for those, I mean, you know, these local advertisements can be inaccurate. Things change. The the, the, the live events don't always get these. But I mean, it is interesting that they that he would even be 
thrust it into for a pay-per-view. It's not like we're talking about a dark match after Raw here. Yeah, no, you, or, or TV. This is straight pay-per-view. They're yeah, advertising it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, usually they, they'll push like generic matches that are just the kind of the current house show matches for you know, when they change the lineups, but when they're pick, you know, promoting something like this, it's like when they promote the undertaker, he's going to be there. They don't false advertise undertaker. So, and, and normally it would be advertising the fiend versus Rollins. And then that's okay. You think that's the giveaway of Rollins is holding the title, but the fact they actually left it open of it could be Braun, could be Seth. That makes you think even more that this was done on purpose. Yeah. yeah good point. Yeah. Good point. And it seems I'm a huge fan of Bray. He's kind of the highlight of every show, but it seems early. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You don't want to do either. You don't want to beat him. Um, but do you want him to have the title this early? I don't think he needs it. Yeah. It, I mean, historically, I categorize him. I use I always use the term supernatural, just like yes. Undertaker, just like Kane, just like even Mankind, just characters that, you know, like you're not going to tell, ta- you're not going to. You're not going to have them doing what I complimented Lacey Evans and The Miz doing. You're not going to have them show up at the TV studio to do uh, media at the local affiliate. If you do, it's going to look weird. It's not supposed to be that exposed. It's not supposed to be a real person. It's supposed to be something psychologically out of the, out of this world. So, yeah, I mean, if, if, if they go quickly with the route of The Fiend getting the title, um, you know, I don't want to poo-poo it now, but that seems very, you know, very quick trigger. But at the same time, you know, Seth holding on to the belt has – it's just been kind of stale. Whereas you have Bray with the belt doing the firehouse funhouse segments with it, and you know, in his red sweater, and, and it could be really entertaining. So you like his red sweater? <laughs> I'm a fan of the red sweater. That was pretty detailed. <laughs> if you guys are, well, you know, uh, the fiend isn't going to be cutting for, promos, right? For the, coming for the, up for championship title looks like a million bucks. Oh, and a red sweater. For, the, for, for those of you who are only. Uh, enjoying the audio version of this podcast raj is wearing red right now <laughs> see it's, uh... i'll say this if um if they do go i mean this would be a surprise if they do go the route of quickly shotgunning the fiend bray wyatt with a title i hope we see something else that we never see which is the fiend burning the title or doing something Crazy. yeah like it would have like i don't want to see him Wearing the title around his waist. Give me a break. I want to see him burn it. I want to see a sacrifice. I want to see something crazy. Okay. You're getting on my case about RKOing Kofi's son. Yeah. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about burning a leather strap. You're talking about abusing eight years old. Eight years old. Like, what do you, what, come on. It's no comparison. No comparison. All right. All right. And, uh, <laughs> RKOing his kids. <laughs> we wouldn't forget it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. All right, and uh, the last uh, news item we had prepared here. Uh, finally, Starcast three coming up this weekend. Um, uh, and uh, it, one, you know, they're in Chicago, and one of the big attract, the, the biggest attraction. I'm saying one of the the biggest attraction is the fact that CM Punk is going to do a sit down interview. And uh, good news for all of you who won't be at Starcast. Uh, this interview will be available um, via traditional pay-per-view um so this so direct tv has it listed as 1495 i'm not you gotta pay to hear the huge interview well if you're not there uh so fight is freak out of here dude so fight is offering a starcast three weekend pass for 39.99 that includes a pass includes 55 shows um including the punk special with over 65 hours of content and unlimited replays so the package is awesome, yes. But so you can do that, or for just a la carte, the punk special, fourteen ninety five on DirecTV. 
Shame on you for you that pay for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's I don't like that. I just don't like that. I'm speaking from a fan's perspective. I don't like that. I don't like it. I would never do that. I would never do that to fan. I think that's it. You've been along this this long. You've been away. And you know well, man, I don't. I don't think. Punk, I don't. I don't think Punk said I needs to be on pay per view. I think. I think whatever Ooh. Punk's. Whatever Punk's commanding to be paid, you do whatever they, they, you want when you're him. No, no, but it's come probably on, the I, event organizers to right. recoup their money. Exactly, they have to recoup whatever Punk because Punk's not doing this for free, so they got to recoup okay. it. Okay, probably. So this isn't on Punk. I don't know. And mind you, him talk. Mind <laughs> you, this is this is coming from somebody <laughs> who's been review. I understand at a show, maybe okay, like they do that for comedy acts, right? They do it all the time, wrestlers, and other ways of doing it. But to watch on television, I got to pay fourteen ninety nine. To can't though. this is the event. This is the event. People making their money back in money. This is coming from somebody who's been blocked by Punk. Uh, so I, I don't, I'm having no reason to defend Punk. I'm sure Punk just said. I like- I don't like saying this about him, but I don't like this move. Just, right, but I'm sure Punk said you're going to pay me this, and then the event goes. The event people go, "Wow, well, this has got a lot of buzz. We got to charge people to get some money back here." I mean, it's simple business. Yeah. Somebody else. I don't know. Yeah. Same thing we do. They used to make me go sign. Uh, when I go sign and make money, that they would, like try to recoup their stuff by making me do an extra. No, I didn't my deal with you. I, I just here to be here for an hour. Well, That's they're not the asking. We they're not asking Punk to stay extra. They're just saying we're going to turn some cameras on and put it on pay per view. They're not asking him to do anything extra. Say. He has a say. But why would he stop them? If he's saying you're going to – let's say he says you're going to pay me $50,000. He, yeah. If he wants his money, they need to do what they need to do to get it back. And if it works, it works. Um, I think totally. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it, but, I, you know, there's a lot. Yeah, of I'm not paying for it. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> Good little Mark. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Raj, even though, Raj wanted me to join you guys this weekend. I'm going to be in the mountains with no service. I'm not even watching the show live. So there you go. Where are you going? I'm getting away from society, Matt. For real, where do we have to go? I will be. I will be in the small town of Tunkhannock, Pennsylvania, uh, north of Scranton, in northeastern Pennsylvania. It's like you go mountain hiking or something. I thought no. Yeah, I'm just getting away. Wow, why are you being so secretive? I don't want the wrestling fans following me to Tunkhannock, Pennsylvania. Trying to follow oh, me. my God. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, also, this Saturday, uh, on the website, <laughs> me and Matt will be back talking all out, but we also will have coverage of NXT TakeOver, uh, NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff, and uh, New Japan Royal Quest, uh, which are kind of going head-to-head on Saturday, so... It's gonna be a, a a busy Saturday, so uh, it, it'll be nuts. I'm gonna watch it all. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, so wrestling's the place you need to be uh, nonstop. Uh, make sure you follow all these guys on social media. Tune in this weekend. It's gonna be a really big weekend, as Raj just outlined. Uh, again, I want to get the, the cheap plug. If you're gonna be in the area, if you can get to Wheeling, West Virginia, on September 13th, we got Kevin Nash coming in for IWC Wrestling and more of a great card. Uh, so check it out there. And, of course, coming up next week, 1995, you can come and watch Matt Morgan on the Wrestling Inc. Uh, Raw Review <laughs> Podcast. Until uh, so next week, we'll see you then. Thanks, guys. <laughs>